Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Much growing for small, and the strong get stronger at the broken places, and the weak get weaker as we spit in their faces. From that day on, the world would do your bidding, but the mark you left was like a chemical spillage, and the hate made a slash. Live from the podcast rooms in Glasgow, it's all about the jurors with Ricky Neal, Derek Ferguson, and Charlie Miller. Hello and welcome to tonight's All About the Gels. It's myself, Ricky Neal. Uh, just before we begin, welcome our guests. I would just like to say a big thank you to all our sponsors once again. ISG Resin Flooring Specialists, Giant C Architectural, Plugged In Business Solutions, Crown Embroidery, Park Construction and Plant Hire, Avia Signs, and uh, our tonight's guest is actually uh, Stuart, the owner of DB Dental Care. So I'll just welcome you, Stuart, now, and obviously Charlie's here as well. Hello, Stuart. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Ricky. Hello, Ricky. Ah, it's good to have you back on. Uh, Charlie, you were away last week, so you didn't make it. So it ended up being myself and the uh, big great Christian last week. But you know, we actually managed to entertain people. So, so I don't know how we done it, but we, we managed to do it. But uh, how are you doing, Stuart, anyway? I'm not too bad. Not seen you for a long time. I know. Just move your Sorry, but, um, you look like you're doing a wee rap song or something there. I've done one or two of them before. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers. Uh, aye, busy weekend. Um, wee bit of golf. Um, playing the captain's day. Um, I said I'd mention my, my brother-in-law's hole-in-one. Aye. Uh, hole-in-one, did you? Aye, absolutely. That's decent. Unbelievable. I wish I was good at golf. So, so, uh, and so does he. Then I, then I could play because I, I stink. I'm all done so I could go to Dillard with you. You played Dillard, Charlie? Um, I don't know. I've played West. Westerwood, aye. Oh. I'm sure we could arrange something. Do you not like Westerwood, no? Westerwood, no. Anyway. You need buggies for Westerwood. Aye. Right. We're going to football straight away then, because there's quite a few things we can talk about tonight. Uh, so obviously the, the game against Hibs at the weekend, I didn't realise, but there was 12 players not available for that game on Sunday. So there was, uh, obviously Hibs were still fighting for a European, or they're still fighting for a European place. Could have been a tough game, Charlie, but I thought we kind of cruised it. Yeah, I think the boys started well. Um, obviously it's a great free kick for um, to have. The goalie's a bit drunk, I think, isn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. The goalie gets caught, I think. But he should be seeing him talking, lining it up. Right. He's got to see that coming, haven't you? You've got, you can get beat with that because he gets a full horn in it as well, doesn't he? Mm, absolutely. But good, good tip. And then just some of the boys that are playing. McCrory, I'm so happy for him. Yelmaz, as I said, I wasn't sure about. He seems to be doing okay. Um, Cantwell still the, the star at the moment, and he's playing really well. And, uh, I thought he would have been a good signing. Seen him at Norwich a few years ago, and he was a very, very talented player. And then Suter coming in again. Suter had to play. I said mm. that we'd play Suter and Goldson together. I think Suter's better than Davies. Mm. 
Um, but time will tell what Bill wants to do. I know. Later on, we're going to talk about some of the players that we think might might be leaving. Uh, I was reading a wee article on Ibrox Noise online, and uh, it's quite an interesting article. It was they done it at the start of this month, but we'll go we'll go to that later on. All right, we'll just keep on talking about this game. The new Stuart, obviously, since last time we spoke, uh, Michael Beals brought in a couple of new players. What do you think of uh, Cantwell and Raskin? I think they've been great signings. To be honest, Ricky, I think um, we were crying out for somebody in the middle of the park. Um, I think. The facts are Rangers are missing Stephen Davis. Um, the games that we've beat Celtic over the last few years, he's been an ever-present and I think the, the midfield's been lacking. Um, and I think Raskin in there kind of gives us a wee bit of extra control in there. Um, Cantwell a wee bit further up top. Um, I think he's got all the tricks. Um, he drops his shoulder, he can see a pass. Um, he gets the fans up in their feet and I think Rangers need that as well. Um, there's a few players for, for Rangers at the minute that have not got the, the game intelligence and um, I think um, Cantwell certainly has and so does Rassi. He's just got an energy. That was being polite. He's <laughs> just got a great energy. Cantwell, Raskin's very good as well. Once you get him up, I think you, once you get him up a bit fitter as well, I think he'll even better. Um, I things have gone all right the last few weeks, obviously. The games are lost against Celtic were disappointing. Um, I think Bill knows now what he has to do and what he has to bring in. So, and the games were lost. They were tight games. It wasn't as if yeah. they battered us. It was, it was mistakes. A odd mistake uh-huh. here and there. Two mistakes at Parkhead. One mistake in the final, uh, the semi-final. And then probably Bill got it wrong in the final. But yeah. he and seems to be doing the right things. He's, he said they're going to be expecting a sign on Wednesday. Yeah. So, things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, uh, Connor, Connor Goldson is out now for 10 weeks and they reckon right, so. that he, he won't be back until at least the first game of the season. So, he'll miss the uh, qualifiers for uh, Europa and Champions League, you know, thing, which is... You seen that, after seeing that at the weekend, I thought King and Suter, uh, good yeah. partnership, and I thought John Suter, pro- probably... I think it was between him and Cantwell for man of the match. Sure. What do you think of Suter? I think Suter, was, he was spraying the ball about. He, he was spraying the ball about all game and I think um, Rangers benefit from that. I think um, from from past uh, games with um, Goldson spraying the ball about, that that's, that was a, a massive tactic for Rangers uh, last season um, and the season before. And uh, I think if Suter can come in there and, and continue that that vein of form, I think it stands Rangers in good good stead. And uh, him and Goldson at the back, um, it, it suits me. I think the only problem is with Suter is, is his injuries. Absolutely. That is the heartbreaking thing for him and for us because I don't think he's great to play on these stupid ass sort of pitches. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they help. Um, but when he gets a run on the team, I'm sure he'll be a very, very good player. And I, I like him. I've liked him for a long time. And it's a big presence. He wins his headers. He's no fear to go in, no. to go and win his headers in the opposing box as well as I've seen the other week against Selic. So, I think he's a good signing now. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a bit late in the season for the big man, but just get him games through to the end of the season. I think he speaks really well as well. Yeah. Um, his post-match interviews, he's been out, out there a couple of times, and I think uh, Rangers have needed that. Um, someone that's got the confidence to go out and speak. And, um, yeah, it looks good for him. Would, would you think it's changed over the past couple of weeks, Charlie? Because there does seem to be a bit of a new belief in the team. I think it's just the players are settled in. The ones because we've missed a lot of players. We're still desperate for a striker, as we all know. Um, I just think 
McCrory. Now we know the situation with McCrory. I, I love Griggsy. I thought if Griggsy wasn't going to start the year, I thought McCrory should have started. And nothing against McLaughlin. I like McLaughlin. He's a good goalkeeper, but he's no a number one for Rangers. Um, Griggs is obviously leaving at the end of the season, but it looks things now. And I'm sure, I don't think we really need a goalkeeper. I'm happy with McCrory and um, McLaughlin and looking to strengthen where we need to strengthen. Uh, do you know, I don't know if you noticed on Sunday, but Lee Ramage was saying thoughts on the two subkeepers on Sunday. I thought it was a bit strange having McGregor and McLaughlin on the bench. You think you're trying um, to get more of the young team in? Uh, you think you just, okay, guys, Griggs, you've done your, you've had your time, you've been amazing for us, but let's put a young guy on and just yeah. get him a game. I don't, maybe we didn't have enough players to fill the bench. Uh, I suppose, I suppose I mean, so. Young boys, but you can still get a young boy in. Aye. I suppose if a young boy's not doing it and he didn't, doesn't deserve it, you don't just put him on the bench for any reason, you know? Yeah, I know, that makes sense. I mean, I, I, I'm with you, Charlie, I think we should give McCrory a chance. I, I would I think he's just say he's number one and that's it. And right. We don't need to sign. And I like Butland. If it, uh, obviously, we've been linked with him. I like Butland, but we can't go and give him 40 grand a week when we can go and give maybe two right good players, outfield players, yeah. 20 or whatever. Um, because yeah. we we need, we need it outfield more than we do. Because McCrory's a good, safe set of hands. Right. Do you know, we're getting loads of uh, good questions in, so we'll maybe come to questions later. Uh, and I've actually seen uh, Curry Muncher. I finally met him in Lounge 72 on Friday, so I now know what he looks like, and he's already given me abuse on there, and he's he's cracking jokes about dentists, but I don't think we can actually see them on air's shirt. <laughs> so we can maybe show you that one later. Uh, right, second goal uh, was Yanis Hadji. How good was it to see him score against Stuart? Obviously, was that 17, 18 months or something since he last played? Yeah, or not since last played, well. but since he scored. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's, it's such a nice thing for him, isn't it? Like, uh, been out that long. And coming back, um, you could see how emotional he was. And as I said, I had a wee tear in my eye as well. Aye. What do you think about Hadji? To be honest, see me, I'm, I'm not too sure about Hadji. I thought when, before his injury, I thought he was good in Europe. But I didn't think he was anything special. Hadji's a very, very good player and technically very good. I think he likes a yard of pace. That he would maybe need to be a top, top player. Um, but technically, he's very good. And it's good to see him back scoring, showing emotion and signing a new year, a new. new couple of years deal, I think he signed him. Mm-hmm. That way what he had. So he's obviously why to be here for a long haul. There's obviously rumours about him leaving to go to Spain or whatever. Maybe Galatasaray as well That's in right. Turkey. So but if he's happy with his then so be it. And then get him a few games before the end of the season, get him a right good preseason and get him ready for the start of next season. It's like a new signing. I think his stats in the fifty five year were incredible. Right. Um like going under the radar because I'm with you a wee bit Ricky there and I don't think Maybe that's why he's at Rangers, because he's he's not that that level. Um, he's got a few flaws, but we've got to accept that. But I mean, he's a, he's a left foot, right foot. Um, he's got it all. You know, we're just going to move on to the Cantwell goal as well. But before we actually talk about his goal, Stephen uh, has got a good point, which I actually noticed the other day as well. He, he thinks that Cantwell's already a marked man. Uh, no, he's booked again. Sunday, but he's been getting a few bookings the past few games. Charlie, why are refs like that in Scotland? You know, it's I think it's been persistent following on because he's, he's I didn't see his booking on Sunday. Um, but I think the the last couple of games it's just been for because he's so keen and he gets to try and win the ball, and sometimes a guy just gets past him and he clips him or whatever, and then they add up. But I was just it's not like it's any bad fouls in it, no, it's, it's just his tenacity and right. wanting to win and. His enthusiasm for the game, for the team, for the players, and it sets the rest 
rest of the players have got to get going, right, okay, look at him, he can go and do it, so I'll go and do it. Because I think we've been missing that kind of dig yeah. over the last couple of months. Well, probably since the European Games last year. The, kind of, the whole season started horrifically with just injuries and changing goalkeepers and um, probably not, as I said at the start of the season, quantity rather than quality. Right. And... We bring in two quality players and we look a far better team. We can't well in Raskin in the team. Well, it must, like, as a fan, like me and you, sure, it must be, well, it is quite exciting to find out who uh, he's going to be bringing in. Uh, if there's anything like the two guys, you know, yeah. we're, hopefully we're going to be a decent uh, team. It's 100% record so far, isn't it? So if we can stay close to that, we'll be high. The fact that it's him, it's, there's no middleman now. Well, obviously, you've got the agent, but it's him direct to the, the players. So, anyway, Ryan Jack, you didn't think he was going to get an extension, well, uh, Charlie? It's not that I didn't think he was going to get I thought he would have got one, but I wouldn't have given him one. Just the, the sole fact that he's injury prone and Lundstrom's got a year left. I've got Raskin and Lundstrom there. So, do we need Jack again this year? We could be spending the, the Jack money on another player who would be younger and who's going to maybe play every week or whatever. There's no get, no been injured. Um, and I like Jack as a thought player, I really do. But it's, it's just his injuries have really caught him as well, you know. Yeah, that's and, a shame. I, and I believe, as we said a few weeks ago, he should maybe see his time at Scotland. He should maybe right. sat out a wee bit now and just um, concentrate on his club career. Aye. Because we do get him back injured a lot when he goes with Scotland, unfortunately. I definitely needs to just concentrate on clubs. Stuart, what's your thoughts on Ryan Jack? Were you happy with his one-year extension? <sighs> He's a good player. I think he fits if he, if he's fit, but um, I can't remember the last time he lasted ninety minutes. And football games last ninety minutes, and if you can't be confident that your players are going to last, then it's do you keep him around because he's a Rangers fan and maybe he's going to kind of keep, yeah, he's All good right. in the dressing room. Do you do that with Arfield as well? And you've got that written down for later. But um, it, it, Rangers need players that know what Rangers are all about and um, if Jack can be there for um, Arfield can do that If that's why McGregor was good to have there because um, when they leave who else have we got do you know what I mean uh, I'm sorry I'm just going to go back to this uh, talking about uh, McCrory here's uh, William Parks and he was up for giving McCrory a chance over on Sunday his overall display it gives me call for concern I actually thought he played well on Sunday myself and do you know what I like about him he reminds me of McGregor see when anybody in the defence is doing anything wrong He's up there shouting and screaming at him, whereas McLaughlin's very, very quiet, you know. But McCrory's obviously learned from McGregor. He's been there with him for a long time, and I, I now believe it is his chance. It's his time because it's the same idea what happened with Griggs. He had ten his time to get into the first team, and then when he did, he excelled. And I believe Robbie Will. He's six foot seven. He can command his box. I think he did a wee. He came out for one and dropped it or something. Didn't he? And didn't Sunday, but remember, he's not played that many games, and he's not as um, match sharp is probably you would hope it would be, um, but he made a few mistakes, no. and but he didn't concede until the last second. And you can see how frustrated he was, so you can see how much it, it, it means to him and how much he wants it. So, mm. why not? Right. It's just, it was the same age as McGregor, wasn't it? When yeah. McGregor got first team 25, 26, I think it was. Uh, listen, like I always say every week, Alex Kelly's always full of the stats and the knowledge, and he's just put up a wee point here about Tillman. So I'm jumping all over the place, but I've just seen this and I don't want to lose it. It says, Ricky, have you guys heard if Tillman signs with Rangers, they've insisted on an 80% selling clause, we need to sell him for £30 million to make any profit on the £5 million they're asking for? I have no idea, but I wouldn't, definitely wouldn't sign him for that. That's unreal, isn't it? But normally he's right up there with his stats as well. So, uh, I would take that. 
I would take. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Tillman. I mean, I would. I would take that as gospel, probably. You know. Uh, right. Moving on. As I said, I was reading a little article on Ibrox Noise. It's actually it was out a couple of weeks ago. But it was talking about certain players that you would keep, and players that they think are going to be leaving. So the players that they thought are going to be leaving, which obviously we already know some of them: uh, McGregor, Davis, Kieran Wright, Arfield, Hellander, Kent, Morelos, and Tillman. Heading out, but then he's they were also saying injured surplus or want to leave McLaughlin, Roof, Kamara, Haji, Lindstrom, Lawrence, Wright, Sakala. Of, I can't say that name is it of football. Aye, Lowry, Matondo, and Yilmaz. Is there any players that you can think straight away I want to keep or well, it's time, time to go? started to look good. This mm-hmm. aye, he isn't he's better than I was expecting. I thought he would maybe end up a winger, so he's been doing well. He's yeah. very good in defence, isn't he? I think you have to give him Matondo the the chance. You have to give him a season where he's playing regularly and not just in and out of the team. Um, is he good enough, though? Well, t- time will tell. Has he been good enough this season? No. But you have to give him a chance. And only Bill will know it. If he's not good enough, then he'll go. It's the same as Sakala. And I think Wright will go. Lawrence, unfortunately, is injured. Hadji's just back from injury. Roof, roof, we all love, but he's never on the pitch. I think, I think, I think it's time for Roof to go. I think, uh, no, in fact, I think I, I read an article today about Roof being a kind of focal point in a BO team next season. I'm surprised at that because yeah. he's always injured and all, but he is a cracking player. But how many, how many games has he come on before getting injured? It's not that Maybe many. Maybe got my new set of calves for somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was there any kind of standout ones there? Well, Sakala won't go anywhere, will he? I know he's a bit, and sometimes he's a bit annoying in front yeah. of the goal and things like that. Um, it's the composure you need from him, but just I think it's a color, but I don't understand why he want to leave. Funny how you mentioned uh, composure there. You must be reading these questions on the screen, but uh, this question is actually for you, Charlie. After the race, the color scored an old firm. Do you think the staff have been working on his composure and training? Is that something you can I, work I, on? No, really. It just comes with maybe a bit more experience, but uh, I. One, I still what, thought he tried to miss it. <laughs> he still thought he tried to miss it. I'd be taking it from the keeper. He was going for the post. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to hit the bloody post. And I thought the goalie was going to pick it up at one point. His pace got him out of that one. But let's hope. I like Sakala is he's a hard one because he's not he's, he's not a, he's a work he's a work in progress, I think, Sakala. Wait, just Sakala? Twenty one? No. Sakala's twenty one or something. Older than that. Is he? Eh? Oh, he's not. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure somebody will tell us. If, if he's older than 20, if he's 27, then we'll never get that. Uh, I'll, I'll just keep on with the online chat now. Uh, here's Philip Gage saying, Mr. Sampton relegated, would you take a rebo back if it was an option? I would take him back, yeah. I'll take him back in a minute. Sure, mm-hmm. eh? Uh, and then if, if the... Ajax want to get rid of Bassey as well, I'd take him back in a second. <laughs> <Aye. laughs> the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wonder what kind of money they were selling back to us for. Uh, the Gallant Fear magazine. Uh, thoughts on young Aaron Lyle making his first team debut? Up for everybody making a debut. 100%. I was lucky enough to go through the ranks. I want as many young Scottish guys coming through um, as we possibly can. And long may continue. Just don't give them a sniff and then they come in and do well or whatever and then don't play again like Lowry has this season. Obviously, there's been um, some stories about Lowry and we don't know what, what they are, but um, we just hopefully if the kids come in and do well, then they, they play. Um, you, you have to give them a confidence to go and play if they're good enough. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's people just telling us uh, Sakala is actually 26. 26. Oh, well. What's 21? <laughs> right, Stuart. Thanks again for sponsoring the show, Stuart, by the way. Uh, and I'm going to go back to a clip when I asked you if I thought that you sh- we should sack Geo. Right, so I'm going to turn back time. I'm going to play a wee clip. And this was your answer. So this was seven months ago, right? right. We'd just been beaten 2 0 off of Liverpool. Liverpool. We won 4 0 against the Mirren. Mm-hmm. And then the game after. You'd been on, we get beat right. of uh, Liverpool, was it 7-1 or 7-0? Seven, 7-1. Nil? Seven, one. All right, so this, is, this was your answer. Mm. <laughs> <a question>. oh. <laughs> um, no, not yet. I think like that, we've had too many changes. Mm. And you've got to stick with it. I think you've got to get a system. I think we need a bit of continuity in the team. I think that's what we're lacking. He needs to come up with a system and th- run with it. Well, personally, I think, as I said before, I said quality rather than quantity, mm. and it looks like quantity, obviously. And as Gio agree with Ross Wilson signings, did the, the real uh, does Gio yeah. and Ross Wilson did they speak to each other? Who, who do what to sign? So I mean, so it's quite interesting seeing that back in it for seven months ago. I looked about ten stone. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a different shade of brown, or no? You must have been a holiday, or you've just come back a holiday. Stuart, what, what did you think about that? I thought I was right for a month. It lasted a month after that. You know, not, not yet, but like, um, yeah, like later on, aye. I should, I should have played like see five seconds before that. Uh-huh. I actually said, I think the next manager is going to be Michael Beale. So, I, I, and as I said, I'm a believer. You, you did. You said <laughs> you're a believer now. Aye. Uh, but what do you think about the changes? And obviously, it's not just uh, it's not just the manager that's been changed. It's uh, the the well, board changes. In that, and in that clip, I was saying about systems. I didn't like what Gio did to the team. I think Rangers have got five years worth of players playing in a certain formation um, and Gio came in and completely changed it, and, which is fair enough for any manager to do. But when you've got Tavernier wanting to bomb forward and Barish it's bombing forward and then he holds them back and completely changes it, you've got round pegs and square holes or the other way around, you know, it's a, it didn't work. Um, and I like what Beal's done. He's just come back using the players that he's got, playing them in the right formations, introducing players that are going to fit into that formation, that system that I was speaking about, and and it's working. Um, and that's why I'm a believer. Right. What do you think of the new CEO and things like that? But as well, because it's a previous guy that was in marketing, now he's a CEO of Rangers. It's, 
I don't know too much. I don't know that. the business side either. I yeah. just want us to win in the pitch. And see, M- Michael Bill, Giovanni, I thought Giovanni got hard done by with the signings he got. He never got a proper, not one of the players were started really, did they? None of them. Do you know what everybody, we were surprised at the time that he brought all the Dutch boys over in the coaching staff. No, but, I think they were going to bring, I think they tried to sign Joey Veerman and think, or was it yeah. something like that? But, um, supposedly it was Giovanni, didn't he want any Dutch players? I was, uh-huh. supposedly, but who knows? Uh, but the players have definitely stopped playing for Giovanni, unfortunately. They've come in and Bills come in and they look a totally different team. They want to play, you've even got a wee bit out of Kent for a couple of weeks. And Morelos looks as if he got a wee bit fitter and wanted to play. And then Cantwell and Raskin have just been great signing. And even Lundstrom looks a player again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I thought Lundstrom was really good yesterday. Nice. Lundstrom looks mm. Lundstrom looks like he was at the end of last season. And that European run, he was amazing. Yeah. So, so it's, positive, it's positive signs. I think yeah. uh, Gio leaving was the right thing at the right time. And uh, and it's next season, I think, is a really, really big season for Rangers. Because, like, yeah, 10 in a row a couple of years ago, we had to stop Celtic or kind of threatening and taking over the... Trophies, that can't happen. Definitely not. And plus, the biggest one for me is Kamara. I thought he would have started playing well with Bill back and things like that. But as I said, I thought he was the best player in Scotland uh, two year ago, maybe two and a half year ago, and he's just a shadow of himself. It's unfortunate. It's just just gets bullied. It's horrible, horrible to watch. And he's obviously down tools since he missed his move to wherever he was supposed to go to Nice or something like that. But uh, it's just not the same. Is, is that a is that a mental thing, Charlie, or is that I'm pissed off that I never got that move? I'm just still playing. I don't know. I wouldn't have done it, but obviously it looks like it because it's not the same guy. I think I've sent his, his big brother back or something like that. <laughs> Wherever he came. Finland. But he'll have another year in a contract. He's got another year. Yeah. So who's going to pay money for him when not leaving Dana this year? Right. Mentally, we're going for 50 grand, and then he was. What was the last kind of offer? It was it looks like eight million for Nice, was it not? Aye. We're lucky if we get the 50 grand back now, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. Right. I'm going to talk about the Player of the Year awards as well last night. I was actually surprised at some of them. Uh, so, top first team goal scorer was James Tavernier. Uh, and the first team goal, this was voted to the. This was voted by the fans. It was a Cholak one against PSV. It was actually a tapping, but I think it was because of the occasion. I said it was because it got us into Champions League. Players, player of the year is Tavernier. Are you surprised with that, Charlie? No? I think you get we, what Tav gives us is goals, and so obviously he's not. No, no, he doesn't defend as well as what we hope he would. But for what we get out of him, I think he's very, very good, and. I really do. I, I like Tav. I always have liked Tav, and I believe it deserves it because he's the most consistent one the whole season, and he's played in the every game as well, whereas a few others haven't. Aye, but I think well, obviously me and Stuart never got to any kind of level of football. Did you play football when you were younger, Stuart? Eh? No, no, no. You studying dentist books now? When no, no. I did. I played football. I never played any organised football. Aye. I kicked a ball against the wall and keep you up, isn't that? Because what I was going to say is like players, player. That was the trophy you always wanted to win, because that was like my teammates were actually mm-hmm. putting me up for this. You want to win the player of the year as well, you want to win all of them. Aye, but player, you know what I mean, Charlie, it's like, this is your fellow teammates, you know, it's, yeah. it's, and I think that shows you how much they actually think uh, to have in the football team, whereas a lot of Rangers fans are still quite quick at criticising them and wanting the captain to take an half of them, but they must have a, a lot of respect. I think when you're full, when you're full back scoring, like your top scorer, I think that's a sign that he's got to be the, 
yep. just number one, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Aye. And then the next one was very special. I'd loved, I'd, I would have loved it if uh, we Jimmy was still here. He got the John Gregg Achievement Award. That's pretty special, eh, yep. uh, Charlie? Hundred percent. I love the wee man. I'm no bigger ranger than John John Gregg. Aye. So. Do me amazing if he was still here. Eh? He yep. collected that award. 100%. Uh, then Academy Player of the Year, somebody was actually asking what we thought of him, so that's that's quite encouraging that you know he's, he's coming in and getting his first cap for us yesterday. And then Men's Player of the Year, uh, obviously 400th appearance in James Tavernier. So aye, it's pretty pretty good. Right, I'm just going to talk about some of the gigs that we've got coming on. Obviously I'm heading down to Corby, so there's Miss Jell saying looking forward to seeing you Saturday, Ricky with Derek Johnson and Corby, so that's us down there. And then we're uh, going to Blackpool, July the 15th. Aye, yep. July 15th and then we've also got the 28th of July we're in Bells Hill uh, so you can get them all on our website it's all about the gels.co.uk have you got any more gigs coming up Charlie you, is it this weekend you're at with Durante and no, that I'm in Fortin Street for the Clarkson RFC Loyal on Friday night right. and then I'm the following week I'm at Legends and Canvas Lang with Derek Ferguson and Durante nice and then some other ones, but I can't remember. I've knackered my phone, so my, all my stuff's on my other phone and it doesn't even turn on. That'll be some night with you, too, isn't it? <clears throat> oh, god. And you were just back for your wick as well. You still were covering it wick with big Marvin Andrews and Juki, um, and a few other ex players for playing the Premier League. For the boy Alan Farkar's testimonial wick, he's been there 14 years, so well deserved. And it was a great weekend, and they looked after is amazing. So it was a, a good weekend. and and um, the football was hor- horrible. Was I'm just too old for running about. It's funny when you come in and say you're thinking about hanging up your boots. You're too young to hang up your boots, Charlie. Oh, I've seen your goal in Dubai and all that. Trust me, uh, I couldn't even kick the ball tonight at training with the kids. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, right, Stuart, the next game against Hearts. Obviously, we've nothing really to play for apart from our own pride. Uh, but Hearts are still fighting for a spot in Europe as well. So it's going to be quite a tough match, I think. I, th- I think we've got a lot to play for. I think uh, we can end the season in five straight straight wins, and um, I think Rangers will win on Wednesday night. Aye. Comfortably. Comfortably. Jank mm. Chandler. Well, I think Hearts will probably be up for it big time because they're obviously trying to get into third place because that guarantees them Europa League, doesn't it? So it'll be a tough game. We've got we've obviously got a lot of injuries, as we've seen on Sunday. If he plays the same team and they play the same way, then I don't see why they won't win the game. And as Stuart says, we want to win every game and now at the end of the season. Get get us gone for the start of next season. Keep think, uh, getting things in the high and just a wee bit of momentum. Uh, they're meant to be announcing one of these signings on Wednesday as well. So yep. wonder if he'll... Can, can he actually get paraded at Ibrox or anything? They can't it's deal, man. He's been totally can leave Bayern Munich, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Cam. That'd be decent, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, Listen, I don't know where these guys get all these stats for, but it's brilliant. John Keane saying it was 18 years ago today was Helicopter Sunday. What a day that was. Where were you guys on that day? I was in Norway, just about to go and play a game. Aye. I was on the phone to Derek McInnes, and Robbie Winters was playing me. Robbie Winters a Celtic fan, and he's, I phoned McInnes, he said, what's the score? He says, one nil to Murrowell. Uh, one nil to Celtic and one nil to Rangers. I'm going, oh, shit. And then McInnes phones me back. I'm just like 10 minutes before I go into play the game. Right. And... He's, he says Scott McDonald's just equalised for Murrow and the top of Robbie's like no chance and I'm like you're yeah, beauty and then McInnes phones me back again he says he scored no very kick it's 2-1 to Murrow <laughs> and Robbie was like he can't do that I'm like just us <laughs> so that was my, and then we went out and played start we were playing away from home and out and played against a team called Start 
and we beat him one 0 We Robbie scored a goal. Aye. So it was a good wee day. Did you get to celebrate after it? I went out and had a few sherbets. Aye. Oh, you won't be yourself, sure. Can you remember that? Uh, I do. I get sent into the garage to get the bottle of wine to drown our sorrows. I <laughs> the, the, uh, the super scoreboard was on in the garage, no, in the house garage, um, and uh, heard the first McDonald go on the radio, and I came running back in. And I'm like, I don't think we'll be drowning our sorrows with us. And then ended up in the car uh, driving to Ibrooks, and um, we made the mistake. Of not, not, I wasn't driving, but um, we, we drove down High Street into uh, kind of their territory, and um, we were decked out in the red, blue, and white, and hiding under the rugs because they weren't very happy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I remember. I was actually. I was. I was up at my my, my old brother-in-law's, and I was. I was driving back with about three minutes to go, and I was driving down the road, and then he's phoning me. They've just scored. I'm like, amazing. aye, right, and then he's like, I just scored again. And I'd I'd be Robbie in the car, and he was only a baby. I said, right, I'm bringing back up. Tell my sister that I'm dropping him off, right? Do you know I dropped Robbie off with any nappies, any food or anything? <laughs> my wife, she was working. She nearly killed me. She, I think I was, she was ready to leave me that night. She was like, where are you? I was like, I'm in the Hyprox. <laughs> how, how many times have you watched the, the replays of McLeish like, oh. and, and Barry and Alex Ray? want to go and run forward with a ball. Aye. <laughs> Habs were happy with 1-0 because they got them into Europe. Oh, yeah. We were happy with 1-0 because they were getting beat 2-1 and Martin's about to go on a mad run. <laughs> Some boy that was also 15 years since Manchester, is it this week? Aye, yeah, I think it popped up in them um, Facebook thing 15 years since Manchester. Now, <sighs> memories there, anyway. Right, let's see what everybody's seeing online. Uh, sorry, here's a uh, we are the people saying, Well done, the Glasgow City women's team for breaking Celtic fans' hearts. Didn't he watch it yesterday? No. Yeah. I, I heard the Rangers scored and uh, the goal got disallowed okay, was, to give it. I don't, I don't think it was a goal. I think the keeper had it in their hands, I think, but uh, I don't think it was a goal. But I wonder if it, it, it got to like 92 minutes and obviously Celtic would have won. Aye. Uh, yeah, they, they were cheering Rangers scoring and then the goal was disallowed, aye. which I thought was quite funny. That's right, but I wonder if uh, Rangers have said, listen, if we're getting beat. Or if it's still a, a draw, Rangers had to, to try and get into the Champions League, didn't they? I suppose so. So it was an awkward one, wasn't it? But because it's just their their goal was like very. I think ninety-four minutes or something. It was very easy for them, so it was. It was. It's a bit dodgy. But I think if Rangers won one 0 as well, though, they would have Celtic Rangers would have to have a playoff because they would have oh. the exact same goals. Right. Oh, because Rangers were one goal ahead before the game. If Rangers won one 0 Celtic went 2 0, they would have been in the same goals. Right. Here's a, a better mention, Curry Muncher. He's been putting loads of posts up. So he's saying, he's, he's talking about the the change. He was saying, was not the signings, the fitness fell off the cliff, the system was too negative and brought in a losing mentality. So he's going back to talking about Geo. But see what I was going to talk about as well. Seen the amount of injuries, obviously, he had 12, 12 players there that he couldn't pick. And some of them were just pulling it just before the game. Uh, the weekend. So, Charlie, what's, what's going wrong there? Is it because we've not got the, the full. playing for him. No, no, I mean, like, so, sorry, I'm meaning now the fact that all these injuries we've got, you know, because that, that was 12 players that we couldn't select on Saturday. On Sunday, aye. Sunday, sorry. Sunday uh, but why are we getting all these injuries, Charlie? I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. that These um, fitness trainers are supposed to be scientific. And played, I, I always played with an injury. When I, we played with injuries all the time. So I can't It's been a running theme for years. But it's a strange one because mind used to be able to know who the doctor was at Rangers. I, I, I don't even know if they've got a. Somebody said it's a private firm or something. New. I don't know. It's no idea. It's a strange one, isn't it? No idea. So Stuart, how's things with you anyway? Uh, still being a dentist and all that, aye. Aye, aye. Trying aye. my best, aye. 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 It's um, 
it's been it's been fun the last um, couple of years being a dentist. But we'll get there. Is that sarcasm? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right the I'm government just... have got me playing out of position like um like Barisic under Geo. Aye. Oh, you're getting all political now. <laughs> I'm getting my platform. Uh that's for another podcast, Ricky. That is. Right. I'm just gonna put up some more people's players down tools. Not a lot you can do about that. See those memories of the Euro run. GVB played a major part in that, plus we're more financially secured due to GVB, not broken. The players that come in weren't they good enough? It's simple. And it is it there was loads of players that were injured, unfortunately. And that, that hindered Giovanni. But some of the signings just weren't good enough, and we all know that. I mean, there's Alex Kelly saying Ross Wilson 100% bought these players. He was instrumental in both Gerard and Gio leaving our first home Champions League match versus Napoli. Gio did not pick any new signings. That sent out everyone a clear message he was unhappy at the club. No, I don't disagree with that. Giovanni didn't get the, the signings he wanted. And I always say, if you, you can see that. The signings of Cantwell and Raskin the two players that come in and start. See if Giovanni get two players he wanted that would have come in and started. I think it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. See the signing seven players. It's just signing two better than what we've had starting. Yeah. And then it gives the boys a lift. Right. And Bill said that from the very beginning. If he signs a player, they're starting. Um, and that's his only mistake, that he didn't start them against and Celtic in that, one, that yep. one game. Cup final. Right. Yep. Hey, I was trying to get a hood of Toronto. He's in Tenerife. I was going to yes. give him a wee phone call. Yeah, he's in Tenerife. Yes. Right, he's in Tenerife and then he's away to Bologna, I think, as well. Uh, so that's his actually. Lewis scored on Sunday. All oh, right, so he'll be well. Saturday. He's probably still on the red wine, isn't he? Yes, probably. Uh, but that's us, because uh, we're kind of running out of games and that, so that's us actually finished tonight on already, unfortunately. Uh, but Stuart, thanks again for coming on the show. Anytime, Ricky. Uh, so we short one tonight, so Charlie, you can get him at your bed. I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. You all right? Yes. But we will be back uh, next Monday. It'll probably be a no, no. Is it? I don't know when we'll be back. Hi. Might not be next Monday. Uh, but we'll definitely be back over the next week or two. Um, we'll have a very end of the season podcast as well. I might even have it in the pub. Is yeah. that sound, Charlie? Why not? We'll have, we'll have it in Lounge 72, maybe. Uh, we'll off a few. That sounds, that sounds good. And we can just talk about the season and hopefully next season will be better. But once again, thanks for joining us and we'll see you all again next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Joe. And a hate made a slash and a stain on my soul. And it chewed on my flesh and it sucked on my bones. With a drinking and the breeze and a blowing and a screaming and a shouting.